Okay. Uh, good morning to everybody. We are on Daf Samach Gimel Amad Aleph at the Mishnah at the top of the page. The Mishnah says, Lo ish b'Shabbos, lo b'Sayef. A man can't go out on Shabbos, not with a sword, below b'Keshes, not with a bow, lo b'Trius, not with a shield, below ba'ala. We're going to see that's a that's a mace, below uh, b'Romach, uh, and not with a spear. And if he does go out with these things, chatas, he's obligated. So here, there's the Tanakama, which sees the Chachamim. That means that what that these things are a masoi, and if he does, he goes. If he goes out with them on Shabbos, it's a, a transgression from the Torah, and he has to bring the chatas. No, he says tachshitim hein He says these are jewelry. These make a person look nice. The Chachamim and the Chachamim retort. This is the same opinion as the first opinion. They say no. Weapons of war are only to the negative. They're not. To, they're not praiseworthy. Shemar, as it says, because we see that in the future, in a, in a more positive time, as we're going to see, it says They are going to uh, bang down their swords to be the blades of the plow, masmeros, uh, and they're going to make pruning scissors out of their out of their uh, spears. And one nation will not lift up a sword to the other. They won't learn war anymore. So therefore, uh, you see that these things are these. You see that these things are negative, and therefore the Chachamim say that they're not jewelry. And Rabbi Lezer says that they're jewelry. We'll discuss it further. Biris tahor. We said that a biris is something that is that is tahar. It's 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 it, 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 it doesn't receive tuma. Yotzim Baba Shabbos, and you're allowed to go out with it on Shabbos. But kavalim. Okay, or tameim kavalim. We're going to see what they are in one minute. Kavalim, which are which are abiris is a garter lemaisa, and uh, and kavalim, which are leg chains. Tameim, they are tamei and you don't go out with them on Shabbos. So the first one's considered not to be a utensil, and the second one is considered to be a utensil. So we have to see what we're talking about. Uh, and the first one, the first one, pardon me, is not a utensil. And you can go out with it on Shabbos. The garter, and the second, the leg chains are considered to be a utensil, and you can't go out with them on Shabbos. Also, so it says, "My ba'alo." What is first of all? What is the alo that we said? It says kulfa. That is a that's a club with a very thick head. So they call it a mace. Rilezo Omer. So let's go back to our Mishnah. We said it said tachshit and hinlo. He said that these that these uh, war uh, war that they are they are. Uh, jewelry, okay, and the person is not going to be high for going out with them on Shabbos. Tanya, we learned Amrulo. We learned in the Brayso Amrulo the Rilezer. The Rabbi said to him, "V'chimachad the Tachshit Nehemlo." If it's really true, according to what you're saying, that they're jewelry, why are they going to be nullified in the days of the Messiah? Why the fish in Because we, as, as as we're going to see, we're going to see from the pasuk that they do, okay. Okay, so Yamalem, she answered the back and says, nah. He says, he says, Lefishen and Swichim. He said, because they're not necessary. It's not that they're not jewelry, they are jewelry. But they're not in the, in the time of the in the time of their shift, they won't be necessary. Shinemar as it says, Lo Yisa Goy O Goy Cher, one nation will not lift up a sword to another. Aye. Sigmar so says, one second, so what? He says, even if the Gemara is, it says, it says a problem. Okay, so so what? Even if they're gonna be nullified, why won't they still be why why won't they still be uh um, uh, even even in the time of Mashiach, with the heavy lino alma, and the most Mashiach, they should still at least be for decoration. On Rabbiya, said me the havi 
Ashwagabhatihari says, you know why? Because it's like lighting a lamp in the daytime. The lamp has absolutely no value in the daytime. It just doesn't do anything. And the same thing over here. And therefore, therefore, even though even though at one point these were considered to be what? To be uh, to be jewelry, but in a time when there's absolutely no use, they're not going to be considered jewelry either. But Lamaisa, but these days, or according to Eleazar, they are considered jewelry, and the rabbis say that they're not. Opliga the Shmuel, this Brisa, which the Brisa that we just learned, which really says. Uh, that in the time of the Mashiach, that the utensils of war are going to be nullified, that is pliga the Shmuel. That disagrees with the Shmuel, the very famous opinion of Shmuel, Dama Shmuel, because Shmuel says, There's no difference between this world, our normal world, and the days of the Messiah. The only thing that's going to change in the days of the Messiah is the is the is subjugation to the nations. Here we'll be politically free. They won't be able to boss us around. But all the rest of normal reality is going to stay. There's, there, there'll still be weapons of war. There'll be everything. Shneimer, as it says, kilo yechdal eviyom care of arts. Because he says what? Because it says that we'll, there'll never be a time where there's no poor people. Where life will go on as usual all of these times. So therefore, the brisa that says that the weapons of war are going to disappear it is against Shmuel. Messiah but the same brisa supports Rechir Ba'aba. Don't because he said, He said, all the promises of the, of the Nevi'im were specifically about the Mos Mashiach. So those good things that they said were specifically about the Mos Mashiach. Because when it comes to the world to come, because in the world to come, he says, no eye ever saw it, Hashem, except for you. Nobody, the prophets couldn't see what was in the world to come. So everything they spoke about was the Mos Mashiach. But some people learn exactly the opposite way. That this, that this, that this is what the Bible said. They said to since they are jewelry, so then why are they why are they nullified? Same kasha, they ask Lazar, why are they going to be nullified? Amarlem, he said to them, he says, You're wrong. Even in the time of the Mashiach, okay, they're not going to be nullified. And that's only talking about the world to come. In the world to come, there won't be weapons of war. But you must Mashiach, there'll still be weapons of war. And therefore, what? Don't tell me that they're not that they're not jewelry, they're jewelry. For all that our reality exists, these things are jewelry. And Heine de Shmuel, and now according to that price, so that fits with what Shmuel says. Here, the, the utensils of war are not going to be nullified at the time of the Shpiyach, they're still going to be there. And that's against Rebichir Ba'aba, who said that everything the Vim said was only about Yom Shiach and not about the world to come. Here it's clear that what the, that what the Vim said, that these weapons of war will be nullified, was talking about, uh, was talking about uh, the Yom It was talking about uh, The world was part was talking about the world to come and not about the most Mashiach. Amalei Abai the Rav Dimi, Rabbi said to Rav Dimi, Amalei the Rav Avia, and some people say to Rav Avia, Amalei some people serve Yosef the Rav Dimi, Rav Yosef said to Rav Dimi, Amalei the Rav Avia, in that war some people say Rav Avia, Amalei Shabai the Rav Avia, some people said Abai said to Rav Yosef, he said finally, my time the Rav Lezer, Rav Tashit the Hinlo, what's the positive source for Rav Lezer who says that jewelry is that that the, that these accoutrements of war are jewelry? They receive as it says. Chagor charbacha al yerech gibor. He said, uh, uh, "Gird your uh, gird your sword uh, on on the on your uh, on your thigh." Uh, a strong man, these praiseworthy words, your glory, your etc. Your, 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 uh, 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 these are positive words. These are your hod and your hod. These are these are glorious, glorified words. So you see that the putting that the, the, it says strong man, put the sword on your thigh. These are your glory. 
Amar lei Rav Kahana lamar bread Rav Huna high with the He says, "Come on, get out of here." He says, "That pasuk everybody knows is really speaking about Torah, and it's really saying, listen, you Tamil Chacham, prepare your arguments well, so that you can go take your sword, so then you can fight and have good answers in a, in a battle of Torah." Amar lei, he answered it back. He said, "Yeah, he said, okay, it's true. We can we we understand that 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 pasuk also also symbolically or metaphorically to be talking about Torah." He says, oh, but he says, but hey, he says, "Ain miku yer tzimbi de pshuta." He says, he says. A Pasuk does not exit its simple meaning. The Pshat, the simple meaning of the Pasuk, never disappears. Even when we darshan, when we have a whole, a whole way of darshaning a Pasuk to understand the thing symbolically and abstractly, it doesn't change the fact the simple words have to mean the simple meaning has to still be true. A Pasuk, it's not that a Pasuk doesn't have a simple meaning. It does. And Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana said, wow, he says, he said, when I was already 18 years old, that word's, that word's changed. So I already learned the whole Talmud, he says, at 18, he had learned all the arguments. I didn't know, but I didn't know this, but I didn't know the explanation that this pasuk that this that, that a pasuk can't leave its simple explanation. No, it ne- with the, the simple explanation is never precluded, and it always remains true. My Kamashulan, what is he coming to tell me? What's his whole point? Why do you have to make that statement? Okay, great. You you knew the whole time when you're 18. You have to tell us. <laughs> So why did he say? Why did he say that uh, that he knew everything? The answer is to let you know. You should first learn and then go and explain. It was fine. He learned all the arguments and he knew the pasuk verbalizer, etc., etc. But he didn't know the principle, uh, even though he didn't understand all the reasoning. He understood the principle of emikri de pshuto much later. But the point is that he learned everything. He knew the arguments perfectly already when he was eighteen. Okay, you know, you know all the reasonings, and that's a that's a very important principle of all. So I'm not going to take time now. But here you have to learn no matter what. It, it takes. Long takes a lifetime to understand. Simon, uh, uh, Simon Zaris. If there's a word Zaris, that's a, that's a, a mnemonic for what's to come. Who sharpen each other in the halacha? Otherwise, they they go they 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 argue back and forth in order to sharp, in order to shape up. Hakadosh Baruch Hu matzliach lem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu makes them succeed. Shenemar as it says, tzlach. It says from your hadar be successful. I'll take you hadarcha. Instead of being hadarcha, ella vechadedcha. It's your sharpening that's going to make you successful. Below Odin, if we continue the context and darshning, only do they, they they achieve greatness they get great stature shenemer says slach vacham succeed uh, uh, ride the horse they would ride ride a royal horse yochal afilu shalolishma would you say that they're going to get the reward even if they learn not for the right reason not for the sake of the torah talmud lomar aldvar emes it has to be for, for the matter of truth yochal imegis daito it has to be only for the matter of truth they have to do it for the sake of truth yochal imegis daito if you think it's true that they're going to get rewarded if they are haughty if they if they're conceited talmud lomar vanavat tzedek says no it says it says with the justice uh, just Humility. It has to be with humility. Be can If they do do it that way, they sharpen each other without conceited and haughtiness. Zochim the Torah shnit to be yom, and they, they receive the Torah that was given with the right hand, the Torah of the right hand. Shenemar as it says, but Torah Your right will teach you amazing things. Rav Nachum by Yitzchak Amar Zochim the Dorim Shenemar Binoshal Torah. They will merit those things. That were, that that were, that were that were that were said with the right hand of the Torah. They understand. They understand the reasonings uh, with, with exactness of the Torah. The Amar Rabba. We learn because what does it mean when the pasuk says 
In its hand, right hand, the Torah, there, there's length of days. The left is wealth and honor. Okay, it doesn't make sense. One second, you want to tell me the right hand, there's length of days. It doesn't have wealth and honor. Wealth and honor are a lesser achievement. Wealth and honor, length of days is the greatest thing. Can you tell me you have wealth of honor and not, and not, and not, and not, you probably have length of days and you don't have wealth and honor? Ella, you have to say no. The people who go right, who do it the right way, the Torah, Okay, they have length of days, but and certainly what you only have to mention length of days, and certainly if they have length of days, they also have wealth and honor. The people who go negative, who don't, who don't, who don't, who know the people who properly get, kill themselves in Torah to understand everything, they get everything. They get length of days and honor and wealth. The people who don't work hard in Torah properly, they still get honor and wealth, but they won't get length of days. They get the left. Who are pleasant with each other in the halacha? Hakadosh Baruch Hu makshiv lehem. Hakadosh Baruch Hu listens to them. She never says as nibri yerushem. Then those who fear God speak. But it means ain't dibur elanachas. That language of dibur is in a pleasant way. They speak pleasantly. She never yad beim tachtena because Hashem Hashem is going to lower uh, in a, make in a pleasant way the, the nations under us. They can make it so it's a way of humility. So therefore, when they speak pleasantly to each other, the, okay, that's what it says. Uh, uh, it says that Hashem is going to listen. What does it mean? Also, it says, and to those who consider His name, or they think about it, they think about His name. He learns even if a person thought to do a mitzvah, and then an accident happened and he didn't do it, the Torah still gives him credit as if he did it. Anybody does a mitzvah uh, the way that it was spoken, and those again, some people learn the shem shemayim, or you do it properly, but you do a mitzvah for the reason that you're supposed to do it. They do not. They don't. Nobody gives him bad news. says, A person who guards the mitzvah will not know any evil thing. Even if decrees a decree, Hashem himself decrees a decree. This person who does a mitzvah. The Shema, he's going to mevatel it. Shneiras, it says, Kasher Devar Melech, Kasher Devar Melech Shilton. Just the way the word of the king has authority. Who's going to say to him, "What are you doing?" Who's going to Who's going to question the king? And next to it says, you know what? I'll tell you who's going to question the king. A person who guards the mitzvah is not going to know anything bad. So he's the he. he and, and nobody can say to the king, to Hashem, what are you doing? And the, and the person who does the mitzvah, the Shem Shamayim, he'll say, what are you doing? He can't. He can, he, he, when Hashem makes a decree. Who listen to each other. And those, they teach each other and they listen. Who listens to their voice. He hears their voice. It says, "How Yosef is beganim, the one who, who who dwells in the in the gardens in the base meadows, chaveri makshivim, colleagues who who listen one to another, lekolech lekolech hashmeini. Let me to your I say to your voice. Let me, let me hear it. Beim ein osinkin. If they don't do it that way, if they don't listen to one another, gorim in the shkini shimis talachas misrael. They cause the divine presence to go away from the Jewish people. Shneiros. It says, brach dodi, run away, my friend, udamei, and be like a like a deer." Whatever that runs away. Two Tim Nechachamim 
who gather each other together. They say, come on, let's go learn. Okay, okay. They, they gather each other in the halacha. They gather together. They say, come, come, let's learn. loves them. Shenemra, as it says, So the word diglu could be like a flag. There's a flag above me, above but it's a way of gathering uh, uh, love. So the word, it's a word, the gathering brings love. Baruch loves them. But we said, when are we talking about? That's when they learned the basic form of the halacha. They already learned it from their rebbe. And it's also when they don't have the rebbe in the town to learn from. So then, when they get together, so then they have this positive quality. But they have to have heard the foundations, the proper foundation of halacha already from their rebbe. And also, as a condition, they're getting together because their rebbe is not there. A person who lends money to a poor person is greater than a person person who gives charity. Why? Because the poor person is not embarrassed. You give him a loan, he's not embarrassed. Charity embarrasses the person. A loan doesn't, he's going to pay it back. And a person who gives a poor person money or merchandise to do business with, sets him up in business, he's greater than all of them. Why is that? Because that's even the greatest of all. You really put the guy on his feet. She says, If a Talmud Chacham takes revenge and holds a grudge like a snake, no, even if he's not the great, according to this, it may be not even the most, the greatest, he, he still, he should gird him to your loins, stay with this guy, because you're going to learn from him in the end. And if he's an Amaretz, Chosid, if this guy is, is unlearned, and it's saying here, even though he even though he's saintly, don't don't dwell in his neighborhood. Why? Because because since he doesn't know the proper way to do the mitzvahs, in the end you're going to learn from him the improper way. So better be with with with, with maybe not the greatest Talmud Chacham, but a Talmud Chacham, and not with a great Amaretz. Anybody who raises an evil dog in his house, he holds back goodness from his house. Why? Because it stops the poor people from coming to his house. He's got an evil dog. Shinemar says Lamas. Now Lamas is a funny word, but we're going to read it as a dog. Because of the dog, he holds back. Uh, the 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 uh, the goodness from his neighbor. She came to Lashi Yavan. It's called the Kel Lamas. Lamas is called a a dog in Lashi Yavan. So the, so you raise, but the dog stops you from doing chesed to your neighbor because it stops the poor people from coming. He says, The person also raises an evil dog, also throws off the yoke of the fear of heaven from himself. As it says, It says that the the uh, that the fear of Hashem he will abandon. There's a story like this. Once there was a woman and she was pregnant. She went to a certain person's house to bake. The person gave him permission to use the oven. And the dog barked at her. The baby was uprooted. Not, not good. So, the, so the, the owner of the house said to her, Don't be afraid. His, his, his biting teeth have been taken away and his claws have been taken out. He's been defanged and declawed. She said, Take your consolation and throw it on the thorns. It's too late. The, the, uh, the infant, the, the fetus already moved from its place. 
Not good. Amrav huna ma'adirti samech bach v'desecha. What about this pasuk? Oh, young man, be happy in your youth. V'yitiv chali b'vim b'chur secha, and your heart should make you happy. Do in the days of your youth. Palek v'daki libcha. Go in the ways of your heart. Marry an echon. Follow the follow the vision of your eyes. V'da and no kol ela kol ela v'yecha alim b'mishpat. No, for all these things, Hashem is going to bring you to judgment. So the pasuk is kind of schizophrenic. It says, oh, have a good time, do whatever you want. No, you're going to be judged. What's going on? So the pasuk. So first, we learn one way. We with two ways of explaining this apparent uh, about face in the Pasuk. Ad kan the first part is all oh, go ahead, do everything you like, enjoy yourself. That's the words of the evil inclination. Mikan and afterwards the last part says, No, you're going to be judged. That is the good inclination. He says, No, Ad kan Torah. Up until now, these are the words of Torah. That's what it, that, that's talking about words of Torah. Here, learn and learn in a happy way. Make yourself make in other words here. Uh, um, uh, um, uh, be happy in your be happy in your learning, uh, and learn with a happy heart, uh, and go and go the way that the, the, you know follow your heart and your eyes to understand everything to see how you understand everything. That's all in the positive. In the end, and the last part is talking about doing good deeds. Here, learn, but then know that you're going to be judged. Everything you learn, you have to fulfill. If you don't fulfill it, you will be judged. So there's two ways to explain the pasuk. Beerus Torah. Now we're back to the back to the back to the ranch. And the mystery we learned that a beerus, which we 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 have discussed as a, like the conclusion is a garter. So we said you can go out with it on Shabbos, and we said that the leg chains are. Pardon me, a beerus. We said the garter is tar, and you can go out with it on Shabbos. And we learned that the leg chains are tame, and you can't go out with them on Shabbos. Somebody who the beerus had said So first, the Rabbi Yehuda, not like we said, Rabbi Yehuda says the beerus is a hand is an arm band, an arm bracelet, which is jewelry. Basically, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, get out of here. He says, he says, Beerus Torah. He says, Yosef Rabbi Shabbos, how can you tell me, if you tell me that it's an armband, and you call, that's what a Beerus, he, he says, we learned that a Beerus, it's Tahar, it's, it doesn't become Tameh, it can go out on Shabbos. The armband that you talk about, we know for sure from the Pasuk, is something that becomes Tameh. It was one of the things we see from the from the whole story of the Caleb of Midian, after they brought it to, brought it, after they donated, etc., we see that the armband is also one of the, one of the, uh, the, of the utensils of the jewelry of Midian, or how do we going to learn? That's Tommy. So he says, oh, you're right. He says, he says, when he says that it's an armband, he says, Beerus Tachas at Sada Omeris. He means to say that, that, the, that the Beerus is an, a facsimile of an Etzada. It's like an armband. What it really is, it's a garter. It's something that, that functions like just like the armband goes around the arm, the garter goes around the leg. But it's really what a garter to hold up the, to hold up the socks. And the uh, okay, Yossi Rab Yossi Rab and Rav Huna made the Rav Yirmiya. Yossi Rav Yirmiya coming on. These two rabbis were sitting in front of him. Rav Yirmiya was dozing. Yossi Rab and Kamar. Yossi Rab Rab and sat and he said, "Biris Biris What is a what is a Biris? Which is a garter that's on one leg. The Kavalim and the and the when we say Kavalim, that just means that just really means two garters on two legs. Amarle, I mean, he says, "Come on." I said, "Amarle, Rav Huna." Rav Huna said to him, "What are you talking about?" He says, "What are you talking about?" He, he says, "Elib elib bishtaim." He says, "He says not what it is." He says, "He says both of them are on two legs." He says, "He says he says he says whether it's garters or whether it's leg chains, you put them on two legs." The what's the whole point? The whole difference is that when you put the chain between the two garters, that's what makes a leg chain. Okay, and the chain. 
the chain t- turns it into a keli. And that's why, and that's why, even though the garters are not a keli, why? And I just want to explain. I'm sure I should have explained why is a garter not not become tummy? Because it's nothing. It's not the garment. It's something that serves the garment. So it doesn't serve the person, and it serves the garment. Remember, we learned before, like 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 hooks. Uh, on the handles of pots, etc. Those things are those things on their own don't become tummy because they serve the utensil. The same thing over here. The garter serves the utensil, which is the sock. It doesn't serve the person. It serves the utensil, and therefore it doesn't become tummy. Now all of a sudden, but you told me that the leg chains become tummy. What do you mean? Because you, you all of a sudden you stick a chain between them, and it turns into a utensil. What happened? And if you want to tell me, well, the whole reason why the chain makes you the utensil is because it's like a musical instrument. The How do we know that that a any noisemaker that's metal, like a bell. Shuhutame, how do we know it's tame? Shinemar, we learned this earlier. Kikol davar sheyavu says every davar that comes into fire has to be has to be made clean. Afilu dibor, even davar dibor, even something that makes a sound. Okay, those even the thing that makes that bemashma, even something that makes a sound is also a keli that becomes tame. That's also that's also something that you have to matire. So a bell. Okay, but he says bishlamas, and that's fine by a bell. We need the bell, okay, because we need to because we need to hear the sound, and therefore, since we need it for the sake of the sound, so that, uh, that that's the whole point. So that so that's why that's why it's makabel too. That's why it's a vessel. It becomes tummy, a utensil. Ha ha, my my What is the what is the what is the chain doing? Okay, I don't need any noise from the from the chain. There's no value in that. The answer is, you know what? Here, the chain is doing something. What is it? It's doing an action. And why is that? And that's why it's doing an important action, and that's why it becomes Tamei. Here's why. We can learn this famous story. There was a certain family in Jerusalem. Somehow, I don't know if it was environmental or genetic, but they took very large steps. And what happened? The young girls, their, their, their virginity would uh, would uh, would be eroded would would fall down in other words from taking long steps and their and their their demonstration that they were virgins would be would be destroyed which is very negative so they made these they made these chains they made garters they put a chain between them so it was like it was like a um what's it called? i forgot what they call it it's a I don't know if they call it a hobble, uh, whatever it is. Those here, it's something to it's something to it, to make the to make so the, the order that the steps should not be long. But I was say no and that and that caused that the young girls did not that their that their virginity did not uh, did not fall down. Didn't, it didn't become eroded. So that was a, so. This has a positive service of a person. Okay, itarbu So at that point, Rav Yirmiya woke up who had been dozing, and he said to him, Yishar. <laughs> Hey, good, good job. He said good. And Rabbi Yochanan said the same thing. He said, When Rav Dimi came, he said an amazing halacha. He said to Rabbi Yochanan, Now we have a problem. Remember we learned earlier when it came to a cloth that was woven. So he said at least two sizes. For sure. Whether it's three hand breasts or even three finger, even three finger breasts. So those things from a big cloth can become... Tommy, those are minimum sizes. But we're about to learn a principle that says that if you weave even the smallest thing, but it's woven for it's woven for its purpose, even though it's very small, even though it's less than three finger breadth, uh, it still becomes Tommy. So he said, Rav Dimi came and he said the name of Rav Yochanan. He said, Minayin Larig, how do we know? 
culture. How do we know that something that's woven in any any size, even the small size, but it's fitting to do a job? Yeah, and has a, it has a purpose. Shu tummy. How do we know that it's tummy? Something even the small size that's fit for a job is tummy. Okay, mitzitz. We learn it from the tits. We learn it from the from the coin's headband. Why? Because it was tiny. It was only two finger breasts wide, and and it's still tummy. So and it, which sounds like one second, but that problem is it sounds like he's learning that the Cohen's headband was was a woven object. So we're about to ask Akasha. It's an interesting point, but the whole thing is just to prove one point that the Cohen's headband was not woven. It was a it was a piece of metal. It was gold. Amalei Abaya, but tzitz arigus. What are you talking about? The tzitz was a woven thing. But Tanya, didn't we learn? And a brisa tzitz can mean zav. We learned that the tzitz, the headband, was a a was a type of golden band. Okay, and that's really the kasha already. But now we're going to learn the whole thing. It's interesting. It was a type of golden band, and it was two finger breasts wide. and those, and it went from ear to ear. It's surrounded from ear to ear. The and it's written on it in two lines. The following, yud. Hey, it's written yud ke vav ke lamala. No, it's Hashem's name. The four letter name yud ke vav ke is on the top. Okay, the Kodesh Lamed Lamata. And on the bottom, the second line was written the word Kodesh and a Lamed, as if holy to, reading from the bottom to above to Hashem's name. So so nothing would be above Hashem's name. So it's like holy to on the bottom. Yud kevav Hashem's name above. From Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yossi said it's not true. Ani Yisiv, he says, Be'ir Romi, I saw it in the city of Rome. I saw the actual coin's headband in the city of Rome. Because of Kodesh Hashem B'Shidachas, and I saw that it was written on one line. It was written, Kodesh to, to Hashem, to Yud kevav Okay, so he says, he says, Kisalik. Okay, but that's, but that's not, but that's not the, that's not the point. The point is that we brought a kasha. He had just now, what happened, Rav, Rav Dimi had, had said in the name of Yochanan, that we prove from the Sits that uh, that an arig that a, that a woven thing of any size that for a, that's that for, that's good for malacha is tummy. Hey, hey, how can he prove in the tits? We said the tits was made out of gold and not woven. So what happened was he said you know, he really he backed off and he, and he corrected himself. Kisalik Rav Dimi Afterwards, Rav Dimi went to Nardah. He says, what I told you, he sent back a message, what he said earlier, is what I said to you, and the name of Yochanan, they were, they were a mistake in my hand. I said wrong. But Ram, what's the truth? Here's what really happened. Here's what, but he, however, this is what he really said. This is what they, what, what they really said in the name of Yochanan. How do I know that a piece of jewelry of any size is Tomei? I know it from the tzitz because it was very small. That was a metal one. I mean, and how do I know that a woven thing that's fit for for for, for doing a job no, of any size that it's tamei? I know it may obeged from the pasuk when it came to tuma sheret and it says obeged or obeged with a separate word o instead of ubeged instead of just adding one vav to the word obeged instead of ubeged that's an extra word and that teaches me that 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 a woven thing of any size beged cloth of any size is tamei as long as obviously it's good for malacha. Tanarabon, we learned in a rice. Our koshu tome. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're just gonna just heard the very beginning of this, and the and the, the hardest part is for tomorrow. Tanarabon, our koshu tome. A, a woven thing of any size is tummy. Vitashu kolshu tummy. And jewelry of any and a piece of jewelry of any size is tummy. Our vitashu kolshu. Let's say a thing is both woven and also jewelry together. Uh, that's any size. Tummy is also tummy. We we learned this enigmatic statement at the end. Musaf sak al beged, the sackcloth, okay, which is made, which is made from uh, goat's hair, okay, it has it, it has a greater uh, a greater law than that of uh, of, a, of a cloth of a garment. Okay, shetame, okay, because shetame mishum arig. Why? Because it's tame because of the rule of arig 
of a woven thing. I think Mar is going to talk about it tomorrow. Amar Rabba, Ari Koshu, Tomei, Rabbi said this simple point that we said, the first point, that an Arig, that a woven thing of any size is Tomei. He says, why me Obeged? Like we said, it's from the extra word Obeged as, as opposed to Ubeged by the Tuma of Sheretz. Tashi Koshu, Tomei, and a, 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 that a jewelry of any size is Tomei, me tzitz. I learned it from the, from the tzitz, from the Kohen's um, headband. And I'm so sorry, and I should have explained it before, because since the Kohen's headband is considered one of the garments, we know that it's considered a meaningful utensil. Okay, how do I know that when the combination of a, of a, of a woven thing and a, and a, and a jewelry together uh, of any size is Tame? I learned me kol klimasa, when it said, when the Pasuk says from any klimasa, any made kli. Now we have a problem because the last thing that Rava said was that the combination Little uh, woven and little jewelry. Its tumor was learned from the verse "mikol kli masa." Any any made a utensil, and that that was by the war of Midian. Now we have a problem. The war of Midian, the tumor of the war of Midian, was the tumor of, of bodily uh, of corpses from a war. And we have a difficulty because, in general, the, the tumor of a corpse is more severe than the tumor, let's say, of a, of a creepy crawling thing of a sheritz. The tumor of a corpse is seven days, for example, and the tumor of a sheritz is one day. So we have a problem. How are we learning? How are we generalizing from the tumor of a corpse of Midian to the generalization to also to the tumor of a sheritz? So Amrle, whom we rabban on the rabba, so one of the rabbis said to rabba, "Who be Midian? Because if understand, the last pasuk you said was from Midian, from the from tumor of a corpse. How can you use that and generalize it even to the tumor of a creepy crawling crawling thing?" Amr so he said to him, he says, I can learn a word bridge because the word kli is used in both places, kli kli and therefore the same rule that I applied uh, from the corpse tumor, I'm also allowed to apply even to the less severe to the tumor of Asheretz.